With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The man that sees tried it. The amazing Mr. Please, please, please himself. But right now, Welcome back in everyone to our coverage of Championship Monday here at the 2024 ITA Women's National Team Indoor Championships. Now, the best and worst part, I suppose, of any national championship, unfortunately, only one team can walk away with the hardware. But thankfully uh, for all of us tuning into the stream, boy, did this team earn it. Joining me now on the broadcast, head coach of your national indoor championship winning Oklahoma State Cowgirls. It's Coach Chris Young. Coach, your smile says a thousand worlds already but how does it feel to have you and your team crowned indoor champions it's all it's awesome uh i've been i've been coaching a long time and uh to get this moment for this team is is very special uh it's it's an awesome group of kids uh we knew that we had something special from day one in august and uh this team has really shown up and they've answered every challenge so far uh in this short season but it's this is a tough tournament to win you know as tough as any of them because you got to win four days in a row um so, you know, it's uh it's a, it's a battle, but give Michigan credit. I mean, they made some lineup changes. Uh they did kind of some different things this time around and um we we knew last time we were very fortunate to get out of there with a the win and uh, we have tons of respect for the Michigan program and this is what college sense is really all about, right? And uh we're thankful to to you guys for putting it out there so people can watch and broadcast in this sport because I think anyone who watched this match today is going to want to watch the next college tennis match. Uh, and this tournament deserved a 4-3 final because there's a lot of great tennis all week. No, it was spectacular. And again, there's something to this being a team of destiny. I want to ask you about that in a little bit. But first, let's unpack the match. Your team at one point was up breaks on all three courts and doubles. And I know things got a little bit tricky there in the end, as it does in any final. But what did you see from your team? Not just today, by the way, but you would 4-0 this week in doubles. That is a winning recipe. What seemed to click so well? You know, I think that uh, number one doubles has really got it going again. They started off a little bit slow this season. Um, just had to kind of work through some different things. Um, and and they were dominant all weekend. You know, I think they lost three games in four matches. So um, that helps when you get the number one. Um, and then and then really like two and three doubles, I think we we're just becoming more aggressive with our doubles play. And that was what we did today that I think was really important. Um, I think that that's that's the big key is is in doubles, just being aggressive. We, you know, like you said, it got a little tight there at the end because Michigan, you know, they're just credit to them. They they kind of went for it. Um, but but our kids really locked it in. I thought two doubles regrouped really well. Uh, they were they were down four, three, 40, 15, came back and won that game and then closed it out. So, um, you know, that was our number one team last year. Now they're playing number two and they have a lot of experience playing together. 
And uh, I think there's still some things that we can improve in doubles, but we, we did a lot this this weekend, and that made a big difference. Yeah, no, obviously that doubles point turning out to be the difference in our final. I'm also curious, it's always nice to be up on a scoreboard 2-0, but in particular to have your junior, Obi Kajuru, transfers in, obviously was part of an Iowa State crew that did not quite this, but some equivalence yeah. towards it last year. To have her come here and unequivocally play her best tennis of the weekend in this championship match. 0-1 over Julia Fliegner match. She lost in straights in Stillwater yep. four weeks ago. What changed today? You know, I think for her, it's just getting more comfortable. She, you know, she had such an amazing fall. She was number two in the country. She started with a target on her back. And I think that you have to learn how to do that. You have to learn how to play with being like one of the top kids in the country, right? And I think, um, you know, I think just that was something that she had to get used to early in the season. Uh, but I think that she's starting to really kind of like find her way. We tried to move her down last yesterday to three just to kind of sell her, just to say like, hey, the pressure's not on you to be like, you know, the one that has to get every point. I mean, we won a lot of matches this weekend and this season without her and Nas, you know, really having to win. We've been winning in so many other different ways. But I thought today the whole team was really locked in and warm up. I told Jaime this was the best warm up we've had all season, you know, and uh, that, <laughs> that's that always just, a good thing. I was like, I don't know if we if, if, if it counts winning the warm up, but we did it today. And um, but the kids were locked in and and she especially was. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, she's the type of kid that the bigger the moment, the better she plays. I think if you look at her career uh, the last couple of years, she played really big in the big moments. I mean, even going back to how well she played last year in their run and, you know, even in the quarterfinal match. So um, she was, you know, used to being here. As you mm -hmm. said, they made the semifinals here last year and uh, she just really came to play today. And uh she she knew that she lost that match last time, didn't play well, and she was determined to not let it happen today. Whatever those ankle bands are that seem to be so elastic your team uses in the warm-up, can I get two? Because yeah. I think that would extend my hip life for at go. least 20 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, you guys, that's very funny to point out. It was a very efficient warm-up from your group. And, you know, again, speaking of efficiency, we talked about this yesterday. You made the claim you think Christina Novak, your fifth year, might be, not might, is the best six singles player in the country. Certainly we saw that today, but even beyond this match specifically, I'm curious if there was any point this offseason where, look, you bring in a Komar, you bring in an Obi, you bring in a Carrington. They are talented players. Was there ever any pushback from Christina in saying, you know, I was one last year. I'd like to keep that spot moving forward. Or has she just so easily embraced this role? And maybe that's why we see the success now. Yeah, not at all. And I think Christina is the ultimate team player. I thought that one of the reasons we recruited her was um, she could be a leader. I yeah. thought we were missing that leadership. And she came in. And last year, you know, we had some uh, leaders kind of already on the team, some bigger personalities. And she kind of just was trying to find her way, kind of learn about what our program is about. Uh, but she and I spent a lot of time talking about no matter who we bring in, to this team for this next year. This is going to be your team. I mean, you're going to be one of the leaders. You and Ayumi really need to take and, and you know, show everybody what cowgirl tennis culture is really about. And so she's embraced that. Um, you know, she's like, look, I just want a chance to contribute and do that. There was never uh, a talk about lineup or anything. She just wanted to be a part of it. And I think it just shows to her character that she'll do whatever it takes. And, you know, look, I mean, we didn't even put her in the lineup the first time that we played in Michigan because Raquel Gonzalez had had such a good Las Vegas tournament and it won all of her matches. But Christina, um, you know, made me realize that I, I I need to be a little bit smarter coach and get her in the lineup. And she hasn't let go of it since she got in. Yeah, no, she was spectacular today. And look, we're going to talk about Nas Anastasia Komar in a second. But 
in what was on the scoreboard will go down as a losing day. I thought one of the biggest winners, not just today, but all week long, Sophia Carrington, 100%. the fifth year, who I saw, and hopefully we got it on the broadcast. She broke back for five all. I got a fist pump from you that gave me chills. I was like, Chris Young is here today. Like, yeah. let's go. You are in on the match. That effort, I know she lost in straights, but just staying alive as long as she did. And again, the Texas match yesterday against Stanford. What have you learned from the fifth year in these first four months with her on the job here? You know, for me, um, I've always believed in that kid since <laughs> I recruited her when she was 16 years she old. She did an inside out forehand, not to interrupt you, yesterday that should be illegal in four yeah. states. Like, you're just it's, like, what is that? It's amazing. And I just think that she hasn't shown college tennis her best level. Um, and I'm like, look, you got more in the tank. Like, we got to get you here. And um, I think just her presence is what has impressed me the most. And I've learned about her. I knew certain things, but it's just been great. And so she's down 5-1. And I went to her and said, look, you got to stay out here a little bit longer because Jaden Brown is the heart of this Michigan team. And the last thing we need is for her going over there and, and cheering on Carrie Miller and, uh, you know, the other girls Gala, that, yeah. Yeah, that were there that, that are like, they're all kind of the older kids. Yeah. And I'm like, Jaden could really give us trouble when she's <laughs> off the court, you know? And um, so I told Sophia, you got to, you got to keep her here. You got to keep her on this side. And she did it. And, you know, that's the thing about Sophia. She, she's has more court time than anybody in the, you know, on our team and especially this tournament. And I think it showed a little bit today, just like maybe one step slow, but I mean, credit to Jaden. I mean, there were so many deuce points and I don't know if you saw like even the set point, I mean, it's just a little like net cord. So um, it just was what it was today, but she did her part. Like, as you said, I mean, I'm glad that you picked up on that because to me, that was like one of the key moments of the match. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it was keeping it alive and keeping the score at 3-1 for as long as she did. Absolutely. Her staying on the court, it just gave you that breathing room exactly. everyone needs in a match like this. And then last but not least, for what it's worth, again, Michigan would not go away. And in the post-match uh, trophy ceremony, you were Profuse in your praise of the Wolverines. Certainly, they push you to the brink. You mentioned it, Nas Anastasia Komar, who I think lost twice total in dual match play last year. We know the level we can see from her, but 5-2 up, she gets broken. Kari Miller holds. The first serves at, you know, for 15-love, 30-love, and just the way she closed things out. Again, what did you learn about the redshirt sophomore today? You know, and that's all I told her. Uh, Jaime did a great job, like, working with her. You know, shout out to my staff, Jaime and Sam, for their Jaime, work Jaime, by the, the way, court. I think led the team in steps. Like, oh, I wish no he had question. a pedometer on his side. I, I think he, he doesn't need to work out on the <laughs> next days. Um, but, but he was there. I just told her, like, go back to the UCLA match. You know, she was up, same thing, UCLA was up 4-1, kind of, you know, got to be a 5-4 match. Mm -hmm. And then she served it out. Mm -hmm. And when you get that look in her eyes, when she hits those bombs and she turns to, like, our team is like, I got this, you know. <laughs> and um, look, I mean, give, give uh, them so much credit, Michigan. They're a tough team. They're a veteran team. Uh, they're a team that's going to be around at the end of the season. So we don't think this is the last time we're going to see them. Uh, I would like for that to be the case. <laughs> but, um, yeah, credit to them and, and credit to Nas for stepping up. Uh, that's how you close out a match. It wasn't easy, but that's how you do it. Yeah, it was so impressive. And now moving forward for your team, obviously your national indoor champions. But 
NCAs are coming to Stillwater this May, and we talked about this yesterday, how now the road to that championship clearly going to literally go through your team in Stillwater. But more broadly, to have your institution support you to put on that NCAA tournament and now to give them the gratification, dare I say, of, well, we may have spent all this money, but it's for a national championship winning program. Again, I know it's a personal question, but it's got to be gratifying, right? What does it mean to you knowing the institutional support you have gotten from your school? Yeah, we're so fortunate to be at Oklahoma State and the support that they give. Uh, and then our donors and supporters. And we have people get up at 2 a.m. and hop on a flight here. To, and you to knew do they it. would. Listen yeah. to the pod from last night. I said, I guarantee you we're going to see our biggest crowd tomorrow. Yeah. There's and it was still a great crowd. It, it was, was great. a great crowd. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're very fortunate that we had a donor step up and we're, we're flying home mm-hmm. uh, privately direct <laughs> to, to Stillwater. And that's huge for our team because we got to be in Phoenix this weekend, you know, start the outdoor season. And so just the, this support that our administration and our school gives and then our donors that step up and do these things, um, you know, sometimes it's a relief to be able to back up, you know, when all these people put so much support in there, it's like you want to be able to validate it. And uh, this team is doing it. But, yeah, it, um, this team's worthy of all the support. And I don't know what the rest of the season is going to look like, but they're just good kids. They do things the right way. I thought the match was very fairly competed um and it was just awesome it was as good as college tennis can be well then my last question for you uh i guess it's a two-parter one how do you celebrate a moment like this we're all fascinated to know what the next 24 hours look like for the cowgirls but even beyond that you guys have bigger goals ahead how do you ensure that this is a start and not the ending to the storyline of 2024 that's that's the point you know is we got to get back to work and um you know we got to transition now to playing outside (laughs) and I, i honestly I think this team's going to be better outside. I know that's like maybe hard to say, mm-hmm. um, but the girls are all looking forward to it. And uh, we're going to have some great weather this week in Stillwater. So getting back out there, um, you know, for me, I think it's just about the kids. The longer I do this, I just love seeing the joy on their faces. Yeah. I want to see them celebrate. I think we'll celebrate on the plane ride home for sure um, and do that and let them just enjoy this day. Because as I told them, winning is hard. Winning this tournament is hard. I want them to enjoy it. Um but tomorrow we turn the page and we get ready for Arizona State on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, I'm just fortunate to have my family here and just to be able to support with them and the, the fans that are here. Um, I'm not sure what the next 24 hours looks like. <laughs> I was just trying to get to this point. Yeah. And, uh, but, but I think uh, that's the challenge, right, going forward is defending now what you've done. And we've got the target squarely on our backs. And um, – how we handle that going forward is going to be the true testament to this team. Very, uh, very well said and very much deserved. Yes, hopefully for everyone involved with the Oklahoma State women's tennis program, the next 28, uh, 24 to 72 hours, a lot of sleep, a lot of rest, yeah, a lot of recuperation right. for the group. But look, they're going to be able to say a lot of things about your career when you're done. Oklahoma State women's tennis head coach, conference regular season champion, conference tournament champion. They're going to call you national That's champion right. for like the rest it. of your time as well. Chris Young, head coach of the National Indoor Women, Oklahoma State Women. Sincerely, Coach, congratulations to you and your program. Couldn't have happened to a better group for a better group. And again, now the best part comes. We get to see where you guys go from here. Good luck the rest of this season. Yeah, thank you so much. Again, thank you to you guys for all your hard work. You've been a lot of hours here. Um, our sport needs you. We're thankful for you. And I really mean that. And uh just thankful that some of our parents, supporters, everybody could, could watch because of you guys. So thank you so much. Of course, can I get a co- go pokes from Oh, for sure. Go? go pokes for sure. I love to see you, Coach Chris Young, national champion. Thank you as always. Yeah.